This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Kevin Daggett and Lee Vowell. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast. I'm Lee, and with me is Todd. Todd, how are you? I am well, sir. So uh, nothing, <laughs> good, happened. nothing happened. Yeah, it's a shame. That's what I was thinking. It's like, you know, off season and there's really nothing going on. And we're it's like it's just so sad. It's so sad. We have nothing to talk about for the Seahawks. I mean, the, the Seahawks have some money to spend in free agency uh, this this off season, but they don't really have any needs. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're recording this, by the way, for those listening on March 2nd. So if anything's happened since now, I'm joking. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of stunning when. Nope. I'm not sure if Todd's still there. Todd's gone silent. So it's just me. Having gone silent. And, That's good. Yeah, you went silent there for a minute. You're probably being uh, I don't know, maybe if you said anything anti-Russia. It was probably Putin uh, who uh, listens probably, to this show. It probably, probably was. Yeah, yeah. I was saying is it's it's you can easily argue that the two gentlemen who are no longer with the Seahawks were the two best players in Seahawks history. I mean, obviously there are some others that you can throw in there, of course, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, you know, but still, uh, you can make a really good argument for that, and for both of them to be gone from the organization in the same day, that's kind of crazy. And if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Tyler Ott. Um, has been <laughs> Tyler Ott. Tyler Ott. Uh, so Russell Wilson yeah, got traded, a- obviously, to the Broncos for, what was it, two first-round picks, two second-round picks. Drew Locke, which 12 seemed to just love this guy, Drew Locke. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Not. Yeah, they will, uh, they will no- love Drew Locke. Yeah, Noah Fant, who I think is somehow related to George Fant, I think uh, defensive lineman Shelby Harris um, and the f- 2022 fifth round selection to the Seahawks for Russell Wilson and a, a Seahawks 2022 fourth round pick. So a bunch of bunch of picks that Seattle got back uh, along with a few players, um, which I guess compared to what the, the Colts got for Carson Wentz is pretty good. Right. But, um, but two yeah, third round picks. Carson Wentz. I mean, that's the Colts got adequate compensation for Carson Wentz. You know, I mean, I, I'm, you know, if they're gonna trade Russ, is like, okay, I think they got a pretty good deal. They got a pretty good package, other than Drew Locke. But I mean, okay, so you got a guy who can be a backup quarterback, and if you mean Russell Wilson as the backup, yeah, exactly. Because Locke is a starter, solid Locke starter, starter in the NFL. Yeah, so Locke, Locke had Locke had Russell Wilson. I think we pretty much all agree Russell Wilson had the had the worst year of his career last year. I mean, he was injured and came back too soon, and he and overall it was still a pretty decent year, but it was the worst year of his career. Had just as many touchdowns last year as Locke has had in his career. Exactly twenty five touchdowns. Like okay, <laughs> that's. Uh, He's probably not the starter you're looking for. Can he be a starter? Of course he can. Can he be a playoff starter? You know, I mean, yeah, he can be if the rest of the team is excellent. I mean, there have been quarterbacks about his level to win Super Bowls, for God's sakes. But he's obviously he's not the answer. But 
they have a backup on the roster. So, okay, that's good. But Fant, that's really good. Makes me wonder who is – if uh, Mr. Everett will be back. But Fant is really good. Harris is really good. Harris could definitely uh, help them solve some problems. So I like the players they got, <clears throat> minus lock. And the picks, the, as long as they – obviously, like any team, as long as they uh, get the right players with those picks. And, you know, they did okay picking Jordan Brooks. So yeah. if they can Sadly, find you can players remember like that, that – Yeah, I know. It's like uh, – and the, the thing is, it's like – you know, we, we don't want another situation with like McDowell, obviously. LJ Collier, I mean, is that, you know, like you've written before and we've talked about, is like he played decently while he was there, when he was in, I should say, last season. But for whatever reason, yeah, we're not going to use you. So are we going to see him? Get to the, is he going to get some talent out of him with the change in, in, in uh, the defensive philosophy? So we'll see what happens. But, you know, he may still pan out to be a decent pick, just like Penny finally panned out to be a good pick. Uh, I mean, hell. I mean, considering where Penny came from, Collier obviously could turn out to be a decent player because, like you said, like you said before, he was he was decent when he was in. So just didn't get a chance to play for whatever reason. It may pan out to be all right. So you don't really know if that was a bad pick or not. But Brooks, they knocked that out of the park. So they have a really good shot at pulling some really, really good talent for this. I'm still shocked that they made the move. But I really think a big part of it was the package that Aaron Rodgers got. Uh, hundred was it one hundred fifty-seven million guaranteed? Guaranteed? Yeah. In the NFL, uh, and I'm sure they're thinking, okay, so when Russ comes around, and it's time to re-sign him, which would be about that same age bracket, we're not going to be able to afford it. And he he's already obviously making a lot of money. Like, how much of the cap was he eating up on his own? I don't remember offhand. 87%. No, that's it. It was 87%. That was like 18% or something, right? I mean, a huge chunk of the cap. Makes sense. Your quarterbacks get a lot, right? But when they were winning, he was still on that rookie contract. And I'm sure they're hoping, uh, you know, that they'll hit it again. Uh, that's why, to me, the whole thing about Deshaun Watson, completely aside, completely aside from the off the field issues with Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson doesn't make sense to me because okay, let's just get that contract back again and well, face the, those same here's issues. Here's the thing, again. though, with with that, with not not talking about Deshaun Watson's off the field stuff yet, but maybe. You know, part of this thing was that Russ just didn't want to be part of the team anymore. And and then the Seahawks were like, well, we're, like you said, we're not paying this guy $157, $200 million, you know, for four years when it's going to just decimate the roster that we have. We need to get rid of him now. And, and Russ wanted to be gone. So if they get Watson, it's almost like 
Yeah, the real reason we traded Russ wasn't because we wanted to get all those picks. It was because this guy didn't want to be part of the team anymore. I mean, he had a no-trade clause, right? And we already knew right. Denver was one of those teams he, he was okay with being traded to. After when the trade was announced, what did we hear anything? Did we hear anything from Russell Wilson's camp as far as like, oh, wait, hold on a minute? No, it was just like, okay, we're it's a given. It's done. Because yeah. I think he wanted to be he wanted to be done. And I was thinking about this Friday, and I was like, you know, aside from from the field, but his the way he seems to be from former teammates is his persona that he was presenting to us mm-hmm. is a little bit like Steve Garvey's was when he was a Dodger, yeah. right? Not not the whole off the field stuff, but right, everybody right. knew Garvey, who's my favorite baseball player ever. So it is yeah. what it is. Was not the American golden boy that he presented himself as being. Everybody knew right. that, and we have right. social media now, but that seems to be the same thing with, with Wilson when it comes to this. He's, he's I, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm saying, but the right, way he's right. presenting himself, we have teammates the whole time, Doug Baldwin. I mean, the whole time he's been in Seattle, it's like, this guy's not really who you think he is. And, and maybe that had something to do with the trade. Might be. Could coming could very well be one thing, too, because I've been thinking about that, too, and because it feels like he was being really disingenuous when he said, it's like, I really want to stay in Seattle and I want to finish my career. But at the same time, if the trade doesn't happen, do you really want the guy out there saying it's like, yeah, yeah, I really like to move to be playing someplace else. I really think it's time to move on. And then it doesn't happen. And now it's changed the perception of the team, and now he's being open about it. So in some ways, I think it's even – I know it's – obviously it's more of a personal thing for him, for his reputation. But even then, I think it's still better for the team image. I mean the team knows, like you said, like Doug and, and Sherman and obviously a lot of the players. You know, Like they said, they've been saying all along, he's not who you think he is. But – it still gives you a different image of the team as a fan, as one of the 12s. And I think possibly part of it was that. As like, I'm not going to disrupt how people view the team. Maybe. Think, I mean, that's know. that's being, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's but trying I, to the best But we don't on. matter, really, though, do we? we no. 12s don't really matter. I mean, we spend the money, and that's how the team makes money, and yada, yada, yada. But when it comes yeah. to winning and the locker room and the culture... Right. Uh, that's quite true. The people—that's that, how you win. Games. So if they the win games, yeah, if they, if they win games, great. Because what happens is we we love the team whether they win or lose, right? But right. if you've got people Hopefully. in the locker room, and those are the people that really matter on a team—the people in the yeah. locker room—and they've already said several of them have said, "Oh, this guy tuned out after, you know, after the whole in 2021." It's right. Like, so, you know. Yeah, uh, reason they went seven and ten this year. They just were disjointed, and it wasn't going to get any better until they made drastic moves. Yeah, and that's one thing that uh, it felt like to me, and obviously misinterpreted it along with a few other people. But it felt like to me that they thought, okay, we just need to fix this. We need to fix this, and obviously they felt like, no, we need to blow this up. I mean, because when you change your quarterback and your offense is even in Seattle with with Pete's as some people would say stone age philosophy of establish the run which is not really a stone age philosophy but I mean you know uh, 
Russell was obviously really important to the offense. So when you say, okay, he's gone, and then you at the same day say goodbye, Bobby, which we'll talk in depth about Mr. Wagner. And, okay, there's the linchpin of the defense. Wait, Bobby Wagner's not on the team anymore? (laughs) Obviously, they felt they are in full rebuild mode. You know, it wasn't just like, okay, 7-10-10 was an aberration. Russ got hurt. Russ came back too soon. Obviously, they felt, okay, we need to go right back into full rebuild mode. These are our pieces. Guys like Brooks, you know, the young guys, this is where we're restarting from, just like we did when we first got here. So that, I mean, that took me by surprise. But it's hard to say that they're wrong. It's yeah. very hard to say that they're wrong with that. I mean, well, let's talk about Bobby Wagner. Why did they release Bobby Wagner? Money. 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 Yeah. Six, they saved 16, over $16 million. And yep. he, he is, he's still a great player, right? Obviously, but he's not made, he didn't make splash plays, impact plays. Right. And, and you can blame, people can blame that partly on the defense last year. Right. But other players, yeah. Jordan Brooks, we're making those kind of plays and Wagner yeah. is getting to the point where for a linebacker who, you know, has car wrecks on every play, right. Basically, or could, right. He, he's still making tackles because the team is on the field for two thirds of a game. So he has more right. opportunities to make plays, which means he should also have more opportunity to make impact plays, which he was not making. And no offense yeah. to Wagner. Cause he's going to go, he's going to end up in new England and he's going to be great. Right. I mean, that's that's because he's still great. He is. He's, he's still just, great. They Absolutely. need more speed. They need youth. They need money and they need speed. And whether Cody Barton yeah. is the answer. Cody Barton was pretty damn good in week eight, the last game of the year, whenever it was 18 weeks, 18 game 17. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he's Bobby Wagner because they might end up taking signing somebody else. And maybe Barton doesn't Nobody's, start. But if, if Barton is Bobby the starter. Wagner. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, Brooks was Bobby Wagner last year, you know, for last about, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying he's going to be over the over the course of his career that Jordan Brooks is going to be Bobby Wagner. I think he can be pretty close to it, but you know, Bobby Wagner is a Hall of Fame and one yeah. of the best linebackers to play on any team ever. Yeah. But Cody Barton is probably good enough in that system to you're That's not going to miss thing. Wagner all that much. I think I think Cody Barton is definitely good enough. He's not. Wagner and he's not Brooks, but I mean, full season, maybe he'll be as good as or very close to what Brooks was. And they're different kind of players, but still, he can fill that gap. And the money, the 16.7 million that they've saved, that can bring in a lot of other talent that can help shore up those reasons that and the defensive philosophy was part of. Wagner's decline in play and decline in play is like, oh, he was only like maybe the fifth or sixth best linebacker in the league. How awful, <laughs> you know, but he's not going to get any faster exactly. at his age. Sure. And but, you know, if it wasn't for this, you know, if it was going to be, oh, well, we might save three or four million if we cut Wagner, they would not cut him. Sixteen million. That's a lot of money for a player who obviously lost maybe a quarter of a step. I mean, part of it was scheme. You know, Wagner blitzed, I think, what, 40% less last season than the season before. So 
yeah, it's going to be hard to sack the quarterback a lot if you don't have as many opportunities. But, yeah, he did miss a few tackles, which— And he wasn't good in coverage. Right. He wasn't that great in coverage. So he has lost a little bit. I, I would love to see him um, in the pro back in the Pro Bowl for whoever he goes to, unless God please not the Patriots. But I would love to see him back in the Pro Bowl because this guy is a one of the best players ever, possibly the best player in Seahawks history. And it's Bobby Wagner, dude. Uh, <laughs> how can you not root for him? Which which brings me to the whole. Did they really? Not, I mean, obviously they did not tell him because he says they didn't tell him. But what? How did that happen? I don't I mean, know. I, I'm I sure some too. staffer. I'm sure some staffer got the saw the word, leaked it to someone because Janet Reno. You know, you know, just like we all want to, like we talked before about it. Uh, reporters is like, oh, they want to be first with the news. Just like, oh, Tom Brady's retired. And then, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he hasn't. And then a couple days later, Brady finally makes it official. And this very well, same thing. You know, it's like, oh, let's get that news out there right away. But the problem is, I don't think the Seahawks officially did it. I think someone just like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm your inside source for whatever. And, you know, someone is a legitimate inside source. And didn't stop to think, gee, did they talk to Bobby? And they probably assumed they talked to Bobby, but they didn't. What is that, shocks Bo- is me that is, Bobby Wagner behind you? That that's car? that's Bobby. That Bobby that saying, I'm out of here, man. Stop Screw him and this. ask him if he can be on the show real fast. Hey, Wags. Wags. Like, oh, hey, that's off. Randy Cross. It's not Bobby he, Wagner. He flipped me off because I've got Randy Cross. I've got a Seahawks t-shirt on. He says, nah, man, I'm done. Um, has there been any uh, official response to that from the Seahawks? I haven't seen anything. I haven't either. I haven't seen a quote. I have been, which makes me – that's what really concerns me it, much more than the fact that Bobby said they didn't tell him first. Is like – Where's the response from Pete? Where's the response from John? Is like, oh well, this is what happened, or even just, oh my God, how did we let this happen? It's just they're ignoring it. It's like you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I guess I guess the only argument I can think is that they are in that stage of the off season where they aren't. They're not. I mean, they haven't even met with uh, media about Russell Wilson trade because they can't really discuss it because the trade doesn't become official. Until tomorrow, yeah. right? So, um, I don't know. And maybe that's it. Maybe Bobby Bobby Wagner still shows us like on the roster for. So I mean, he hasn't officially been released. He will because that's when the the new fiscal year for the NFL right. starts. Right. Um, and they, but still, I mean, it's like really, you they, can't respond to that. That's just. Yeah, I don't know. They haven't, but they haven't said anything about anything. Is the thing. I mean, right. and maybe they'll hold a press conference, obviously. And it's not like. It's not like they've always been like, oh, we're not talking about stuff. I mean, they've been pretty open. As far as organizations, can you imagine if this was the Patriots, right? What would we right, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what we would get, right? We would get some mumbling and, and whatever. And Yeah, we would, we would get an official statement from the Patriots that they'd release Bobby Wagner the day, Bobby, the day after Bobby Wagner signs with the Cowboys. Yeah, we, you wouldn't know until right. – that, that and, and if it, Belichick gets the benefit of Belichick gets the benefit of the doubt a lot more, right? Than and he should than a lot of other organizations. But you know, it's like 
if if something came out and said, oh, you know, Bobby Wagner didn't find out from Bill Belichick or the Patriots, and Belichick would be like, I, I don't care. Who cares? Yeah, he and, would. And maybe that's maybe that's how it should be approached. I mean, it sucks because I w- if I was an employee somewhere and that I found suck. out from from you who had no didn't work at the same company, hey, well, you've been terminated because that's what a release is, right? You're getting fired. And yeah. it's like it's like, oh, okay, well that that sucks. That's really I'd feel extremely dis- disrespected, yeah. and you should feel disrespected. I'm not saying that, but at the same time, they kind of did him a favor when they released him. They could have waited. They did the same thing with Richard Sherman. They released them before right. free agency started so that every team exactly. has a chance to sign them. So, I mean, that's yeah, one positive did. way of looking at the it. Timing, the timing is good, but I don't I, yeah, I don't think he's he's not upset at being released. He didn't say he was upset about being released, and he didn't really say he was that upset about it. It was just kind of like, hmm, I didn't hear it from the team. That's what hurts him in it, especially this, this organization – that's what upsets me because this organization, they've always promoted themselves as being so concerned about team oriented and family oriented, and and the, you can't, you shouldn't cut anybody loose without telling them themselves first. No, tell unless it's Tyler first. Ott, that guy. No, I'm just kidding. No offense. Yeah, Tyler Ott. By the way, Tyler next week, Tyler Ott until he's no. 50. He'll be the long snapper until he's 50. He's going to outlive right. everybody. That's right. He's, he's the George Blanda of long snappers. Um, <laughs> he's the Randy Cross. He's something if he was the Randy Cross. Is he a dentist too? Um, <laughs> that would be really strange. So, yeah, it's sad nothing has happened with the Seahawks that we can we can talk about. Um, I'm actually kind of shocked that Mr. Lockett is still on the team. I... I'm happy. Yeah, uh, and I've, I've got a. Speaking of Tyler, not uh, not Ricardo Lockett is not who you're talking about for anybody listening. It's Tyler Lockett. Um, I do have something coming out about DK Metcalf because you know people are like, "Oh, maybe we should trade for Metcalf," and I'm like, "If if the Seahawks traded Metcalf, some, something's going on." And and the reason you brought up Lockett makes sense because he signed through what 2025 when he makes 20. He's on the 25 million dollars right in 24 25 yeah so it makes sense to for a receiver his size who relies on speed and he'll be well into his 30s by that point to to trade him i'd hate to see him go because he seems like a just a good guy and he's a great receiver we've we've both written about that if they're going to trade him they're going to get more for him this year than they would next year and it, financially, is like next year after the season. Then you, then you can really say why they're going to do it because that's when the the contract really starts running into money, like you just said. And you but have they're going to get more for him this year. Metcalf. Right, exactly. But I'm thrilled that they haven't. I hope they don't. And it could very well be as like if they're looking for a if they're looking to trade for a quarterback, for instance, if they're thinking it's like. Watson, you want to come here? If Lockett is staying along with Metcalf, that's a much more interesting team for any quarterback to come in than is, oh, yeah, we traded Lockett. Oh, and by the way, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to trade Metcalf. It's like, why would any quarterback want to come? That would be a clear signal that they're just drafting. It reminds me, actually, uh, one of of our writers for 12th Man Rising was texting me earlier, and not today, but after the trade. 
And he was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm super excited of this Noah Fant thing. And I was like, well, <clears throat> I said he's kind of been a – he's got talent, clearly, but he, he's not really a first-round talent at this point in his career. He hasn't produced those kind of numbers. And he was like, well, look who's he's had to throw uh, – who, look who's been throwing him the ball in Denver. And I was like, the same person who's going to be throwing him the ball in Seattle? I mean, at this yeah. point? Yeah, right now, yeah. But – you know, if they if they it'd be interesting to see if if they just go for uh, God save us, if they just go with Locke. Um, and again, maybe it was the system, you know, maybe he can thrive and be decent, which at best he's going to be decent. You know, if he's if he winds up being the starter, what's he going to do? Throw for 20 touchdowns and 15 picks. I mean, I think that's the upside on this guy. Yeah. But they decide, okay, we'll just we'll just suffer through it. We'll hope. Nope, you've cut off. Hopefully, you're still there. Don't know if you can hear me. Can't hear I'm gonna. You. Okay, I was gonna jump Forget. in real fast on on lock. Um, we had one of our writers yesterday. Po- uh, we put up an article from one of our writers, and I was like, eh. it was a well written article. Nothing wrong with the article, but I was like, I wonder how it's gonna be received. And man, there was a lot of hate. For he was the article was just. <laughs> The article was basically just saying, hey, maybe Sherlock will be kind of like just what you're saying. Maybe if he does yeah. this, it'll be okay because that's what the option is currently. I mean, you've got Geno Smith, who we don't know what's going to happen with him because of right. his arrest this offseason. And then yeah. you have Jacob Easton on the team who's never played a, a down in the NFL, who may be right. fine too. But, you know, basically that's all the article was. was maybe Drew Locke is the quarterback is going to be okay. You know, I mean, he's decent he's yeah. not great but man they were just like so much hate it's like yeah. drew lock is like the most hated person in seattle and he hasn't even done anything <laughs> poor bastard like, <laughs> while i was at missouri i don't even remember playing a pac-12 team you know it's that kind of thing it's like great i mean i'm not saying <laughs> drew lock is the answer i'm just like give the guy a break it's not his right exactly yeah at best he's a placeholder and the team can wait, wait, wait. That's Tyler Ott. Tyler Ott is the place. True, true. Uh, at best, at best, he keeps the position warm. He lets the center, whoever's going to be playing center, other than Tyler Ott and special teams, uh, he's going to let them function as a team, shall we say, until they use more draft capital to get the quarterback they want next season. Uh, you know, or they draft the quarterback they want in this draft, and they're not insane and throw him to the wolves, and they use Locke to let this guy get ready. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, Patrick yeah, Holmes, because, he's pretty yeah. good. He didn't start. His, I mean, he didn't start from game one. I mean, typically, nope. you don't do that for quarterbacks. No, so, I mean it's it's done more than it used to be when you and I were. I mean, because those quarterbacks would. How long did Terry Bradshaw sit? Right. I mean, quarterbacks would sit for two or three years, not even just a right. year. It was like two or three years. Now they start. Right. And of course, we know Russ didn't sit either, which, which, well, because we'll of Matt see. Flynn. Yeah, Matt Flynn. Which I mean, and that's the thing too that you gotta trust the process. Is like I don't think anyone's. Wait, are you saying they should get Matt Flynn back? No, I'm just kidding. No, oh, you faded off again. You, or either that, or you're very upset at my Matt Flynn comment. Because there you go. No, you really are upset at the Matt Flynn comment. I'm not saying, for the record, I don't know if Todd can hear me, but I'm not saying Todd is saying get Matt Flynn back. But maybe he is. 
Todd is is refusing to respond. It sounds like so. This third round player who's too short to play in the NFL, and we'll start him over the guy we spent a lot of money on. They made the right decision twice. They did. Yeah, and they've made plenty of right decisions. They just haven't, you know, they haven't made wise. Which is getting back to the first and second round draft picks that they have. That's my big. That's my biggest concern. Not that. Not even that they traded Russell Wilson because were they gonna? They didn't even make the playoffs with Russell Wilson last year, right? Were they gonna win the Super Bowl in 2022 with Russell Wilson? Nope. Are they gonna mm-hmm. with Drew Locke? Nope. So my my biggest worry is is because based on the recent history of the Seahawks and their first and second round draft picks that. Even though they got all those draft picks, the concern isn't Russell Wilson. It's what John Schneider and Pete Carroll do because now it's all on them, right? And they they have to know that clearly. But they have, as you pointed out earlier, they have to make the correct decisions yeah. with whoever they take. Absolutely, they do. And that, and but the thing is, they have in the past. Now, yeah, they've screwed up some picks, but. Brooks is pretty good. You know, they, they have come back, bounced back, and made some good drafts lately. And people are forgetting, you know, the people who say, oh, they should have got rid of Pete and John and kept Russ and rebuilt around him. And it's like, that's not how you rebuild teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's how you have a long, long history of not good teams. Right. After player leaves. I mean, his, his career is dwindling anyway. Pete, Pete and John, after all, those are the guys who drafted the five foot. 11 maybe quarterback and those are the guys who started that five foot maybe 11 quarterback over the big splashy hire that they made in the offseason i mean he was supposed to be he matt flynn was the quarterback of the future they spent money to get that dude a lot of money to get that dude and they realized it's like "Eh, okay not so much that takes some courage and and faith in the process to make that move. You got to have faith that those same people can pull that off again. Yep. Because I mean, the only concern, one of the concerns there is the fact that instead of a sixty-something, early sixty-something head coach, you have a early seventies head coach. And right. How long is he going to be there? No matter which draft picks they make, anyway. So maybe that's another reason they're like. Hey, maybe we should try to trade for Deshaun Watson because, you know, John Schneider might be like, you know, I'm not going to be around here many more years either. I'm going to move up to being a president of a team and not have to worry about this day to day stuff anymore. I mean, he he could do that. He could do that with Seattle. But he could he could he could, he could do that in Green Bay when exactly. when Aaron Rodgers finally uh, eats up the last of all of their capital. Yeah. Green Bay's going to suck <laughs> for years because of that. That's yep. the thing. That, I mean, they're they're mortgaging their long term for the short term, and and they were and great last year and didn't win the Super Bowl, and they probably won't yeah. win it again because they're they're screwed. Even if they did re-sign Aaron Aaron Rodgers, they're gonna yeah, have that's to. That's the thing. That team's gonna be worse because they don't have the money to sign the support staff that Rodgers needs exactly. to win. And he didn't win with the the team that was already better this year than they're going to be next year so and of yep. course now they won three straight super bowls just to like say exactly yeah. but um let's, i'll show let's, you 12th man rising let's uh, we're going to end the show with with this part but I, I, the good thing about it is free agency starts this week right so no matter what we're talking about today the team's going to look different next weekend yes it will. they're going to make moves but one of those moves could be to trade for Deshaun Watson and of course on last week 
he was he didn't get charged with any criminal activity which means crap really right it means that right. that whoever was whoever the prosecutor was or or the judge was probably like you know what this i could, we could probably move forward with this there's not enough there to actually get a conviction what's the point in moving forward right that happens right. all the time i it mean does, michael jackson wasn't wasn't found guilty of anything but you know it's michael jackson and probably the same thing with deshaun watson so there is some off the field stuff but well i mean he's he's a great quarterback on the field i just don't want him as part of the franchise because of all the other stuff but a lot yeah. of people don't feel that way i a lot of people don't feel that way which is which is sad i don't want him a part of the field because on the team because of the off the field stuff because yeah 20 20 women will of course for no reason whatsoever make uh, claims like that because women like to just say that kind of stuff it's like come on that's ridiculous yeah allegedly it's a lot of smoke not to have fire exactly on the field on the field okay that's great but contracts and structurally for the future of the team i don't want them either it doesn't make any sense to me to basically you're going to put yourself in the same situation in just a couple of years that you were for us well like, the argument though is he's 26 yeah he's, he's yeah he's a younger version of but not quite as good for us basically and some people say, oh, he's going to be better, whatever. Like, okay, let's say he's equivalent on the field. He is younger. But you're also looking at the fact that how many years are left in this contract? You're going to be facing the same situation of, oh, he's going to want, at that point, what, $260 million with $180 million guaranteed? They're like, no. You need a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract because you've got to build the team. They all that, that's why Russ is gone. Because they want that's the main reason Russ is gone, because they're looking at the future and Russ already had a pretty hefty contract and we already saw that they didn't have the capital, not draft capital, but the money to keep the team around them that won Super Bowls. It doesn't make a bit of sense to me. It's like, oh, let's just go back to the same situation. Oh, and by the way, You faded off again. Oh, good. There you go. Can, I'm not sure if you can. Well, that, which, which of course means that they'll sign, they'll sign Watson immediately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I guess he is on the field. He's younger, and he probably is. He well, he's as physically gifted as Russell Wilson on the field because he's proven that when he's played right. in the NFL. But it's still not somebody I want to have as the face of the franchise. I mean, because then you've gone, no matter what we said earlier about Russell Wilson, and maybe his teammates didn't care for him, or some of his teammates didn't care for him. I'm not saying everyone. I don't know that. But yeah. it's still like, he still wasn't a bad guy, you know? Right. Where, whereas no. Deshaun Watson, we don't the, know, the whole, but he seems like a bad guy. This whole concept of win at any cost is like, okay, that's the point of sports teams is winning, but it's still, it's just entertainment. It's not life exactly. and death. It's entertainment. I don't have, want that person. That's true. You have some he's, fans he, out he there who seem to think it's life and death, though. He sadly. doesn't entertain me because of his off-the-field budget activities. That's not entertaining to me. I don't want that person on a team that I want to root for because that makes me want to not root for that team. Exactly. Because that makes me question the values of the organization. So we'll 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 see what happens. Obviously, we'll see what happens. That was deep and profound. We'll see what happens. 
Well, here's the, we'll just the, be in the dark forever. We'll never know what happens. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> well, we'll be like Bobby Wagner. But uh, the other thing, <laughs> yeah. the, the thing I, I haven't heard anybody talk about is the NFL could still suspend him, right? Because he, he set out last year, not because he was suspended, because he didn't want to play. He still got yeah. paid by the Texans. Yeah. He just didn't right. play. But the thing is, what happens if you do – he's not going to be charged, but we've seen the NFL do all kinds of things, maybe not with the quarterback, but all kinds of things where they suspend players who weren't charged, like that happened with uh, Jaron Reed, right? He missed six games a few years ago right. for Seattle. But he, yeah. he never even got charged. We didn't never even knew anything about it until the suspension came out years after the whatever yeah. happened. Or, so, God forbid, you smoke pot, oh, then gosh. you're in a world of hurt. Yeah, yeah, or you're an African American quarterback who has happens to kneel during the national anthem. But <sighs> yeah. But anyway, as far as Watson, what happens if you know the Seahawks they make this huge trade and give up the draft capital they got from Denver, and then Watson can't even play for a year, and it's like, okay, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, that's that. There are a lot of reasons not to go for uh, Mr. Watson. Uh, hopefully, supposedly the Panthers are the hottest team. And go ahead, go. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, if they do trade for him, of course I'm going to root for the Seahawks. It's like, but I'm going to be much less happy with the organization. Yep. Much less happy with the organization. Because that really makes me doubt what the hell they're doing. That's a, that's, I'll say this. This is the last thing we're going to say on this show. I, I check my email and, uh, you know, we get – everybody probably gets emails from uh, – this is way off Seahawks stuff. But everybody gets emails probably from whatever political uh, party that they follow. I'm assuming this is what this is. I just got an email. It's from Kelly Burton, whoever that is. It just says, I'm not on vacation. Okay. Oh, and it is from the Democratic uh, Redistricting Committee. Okay. Why? Why would that be? I mean, I did click on it. Normally, I Kelly Burton's working way too hard. Whoever Kelly is. Oh, actually, it's very staticky where you are. Her email just does say, um, and also I just let uh, Bobby Wagner know that he was released. So. Um, <laughs> so sure. Wow. 